All right, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Welcome to the Loyalist Connections. Established 1783. Well, we finally did it. We're here. We're here. We're here. It's been uh, history in the making, as they would say, but I'm um, happy to be here. I guess I'll start off by saying I'm honored to be here with you and happy to be taking this journey uh, with you. So why don't you tell me about yourself? Me tell you about me. First off, I'm happy to be here with you. You almost made me cry, like sentimental moments and things. Like <laughs> this was supposed to be lighthearted and funny, and now you're trying to make me cry. But I'm happy to be here. It's been a long journey, like number of conversations that we've had over the years, dating back to university. Uh, you know, trips to Cuba. Strate oh, trips to Cuba. Trips to Cuba. Yes, right. Cuba. So we got to do that again. The connection goes back it, a long it, it ways. Way back, way back. Uh, about me, well, from Halifax, in the city, family, extended family, you know, all dates back to, to Yarmouth. Uh, I haven't spent much time there, personally, aside from uh, traveling to the States when I used to take the ferry, you know. Great-grandfather down there, you know, has his little plot of land, right? Like, my great-grandmother, you know, who's very dear and near to me, buried there. And, you know, I need to get back to see her. Like, honestly, it's been a while. Uh, you know, to university, St. Mary's. Those That's right. Were the, buddy, those were the days. Days uh, long ago. <laughs> <laughs> long, but those were, it was fun. We don't have to disclose how long ago yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, it was fun. want to date herself, that's it was for sure. Fun. It was fun. Just say it was fun. Say it was fun. It was fun. Right, it was fun. Uh, I had fun. I had a good time. I didn't get cheated. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. Didn't get cheated. And you know, I, I had, there's some sour moments, but it was fun. It was fun. Great experience. But now we're here. And I guess the connection, when you start talking about Yarmouth, well, yeah. that's where we it all starts. Um, I'm from Yarmouth originally. Our born, and, born and raised in Yarmouth. Um, proud Yarmouthian, as they would say. And we were... You know, I remember seeing you coming down for a uh, high school tournament um, in my final year that. of high school. It was uh, regionals, and <laughs> you came into the gym. And I said, man, this guy looks a lot like me for some reason. <laughs> Where? And then who to think, you know, you go to university, you go play football, I'm playing basketball, yep. and, you know, we start developing that friendship and connection. Yep. And then we start moving on later in life. We stay connected. Those, you know, you move out to Calgary. I moved to Edmonton. We stay in, con in connection, and then we start talking about business. Business. What we want to do, business, and then we kind of landed on this crazy thing. We were going to try to start a vodka distillery for some reason <laughs> re recently. And you, you got to understand, we had a lot of things floating out there, and we some were good. Lot. Yeah, some were bad. Some were good. Some but were. But there bad. was also this distillery but there was also a podcast in there that we had as well too 2017 2017 but then you got up and left and ran out to bc <laughs> chasing the money chasing the money chasing yeah. the money lucifer larice <laughs> right gone again right in can't, the wind can't settle can't settle commitment issues and then we started thinking what if we took the concept from that vodka distillery which was mainly around black loyalists uh -huh. And we applied it to a 
podcast. Well, it, it was about history and telling the story of, you know, the people that came before us. Like right. given given credence to, you know, the foundation for which we have developed and lived. And so when we start talking about the black loyalists and descendants, we're all connected. And what I feel now is that it's probably really pressing for us to start talking about our history because we can't lose our history and our identity as well. For me, this podcast is a, I would say, a personal journey. Um, I know some of my history. I've been very fortunate to have my father talk to me about my history, but I want to connect all those dots and find out on my mother's side as well, too, where she came from specifically as well, too, um, you know, um, how all these communities through Nova Scotia, how were they affected? How what was the day in the life of, a, of an individual in the 1800s? What was that like for them? Mm -hmm. Well, this is a journey, right? We're, we, we've, uh, you know, started the journey, uh, you know, back in the day. Right. And we're going to continue that. We're going to continue to grow and learn. And I'm, I'm most excited for, you know, the learning and the, the, the awareness and the, you know, self-actualization that comes from, you know, this journey and understanding that there was more than just the central Nova Scotia communities. Like there was communities east to west, north to south Nova Scotia and beyond and beyond. And when you say self-actualization, how important is that right now? Man, if you don't know who you are, how do you know what you're capable of, right? And how do you know where you can go? And I also think in terms of the broader market, they need to understand the complex history that is in Nova Scotia. There's absolutely a gap. And There's a gap. And you know why that is? Why is that? Because we can't let history repeat itself. We cannot. And what I stand with you, I, 110%. Past behavior what? Predicts? Future outcomes and future behavior. That's right. So we start need to start educating ourselves on our past behavior and start looking into the lives of other individuals through another lens as well, too. Absolutely. And I mean, this podcast, although it's going to touch on some serious content, we're going to make it light and fun and still highlight, you know, the greatness from the communities dating back to 1783. So let me ask you a question. How many historical communities could you name right now off the top of your head? Why you put me on the spot like that, man? I just thought it would be <laughs> I thought it would be relevant. Uh, let me see. I got Africville, I got North Preston, Cherry Brook, Hammond's Plains. Uh, what else? We got some communities in Sackville, Lucasville, we got Truro. I mean, there's quite a few. This guy's always Halifax Central, man. Right away. This is what I'm trying to get to. Let me give you a few. Yarmouth, Greenville, Birchtown, Shelburne. Let's go up to see some of my people in Weymouth Falls, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, Kentville, Canning. That's where Jeez. my mom's from. I know we Let's got go some stuff Gibson in Cape Woods, and, yeah, right? Cape Breton, though. Like, Cape what, Breton. what happened in Cape Breton? Whitney Pier? Oh, Isn't that there we go. The pier, right? Yes, sir. That's another story, right? That is another story. We'll just story. park that over there. What yeah. about... Trackety. Trackety. You ever hear of Trackety? Lincolnville, yeah. I, I up around there, yeah, I have some understanding. Uh, Amherst? 
Amherst. Ah. You know, there's some stuff in Picto. Like, it's right there. Viola Desmond. Like, And we're just scratching the surface right now. <laughs> oh, my. So there's a lot of wealth and knowledge that we need to cover. Um, I would say that this is, again, this discovery journey for us. Uh, happy to be here with you along this journey of figuring out where we fit into this world and how we can help make this educate people a little bit more on the day-to-day lives of uh, our ancestors. Absolutely. You know, make this story, uh, you know, main, main attraction, make this story visible to everyone. And you know what? I think we're going to do a great job capturing with some of the guests we have uh, lined up. Uh, We want to incorporate into this uh, endeavor. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're looking for a broader understanding of, you know, the history of blacks in Nova Scotia and Canada more broadly, this is your source. So do you think we'll ever get to the point where we start talking about black history and Canadian history? And just removing black history and, ta- and intertwining black history with Canadian history. Do you think that will ever happen? Short answer, no. However, you know what? If we don't try, we will never get there. So one step at a time, right? One step at a time. So, Sean, what types of things are we going to look at, you know, through our podcast? Well, we're going to talk about the black loyalist. And we're going to talk about specifically like three waves of migration in terms of the black loyalist. Um, the first one would have happened in 1783 when 3,000 soldiers who fought for their freedom uh, were granted some free land off the coast of Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. So 3,000 of these individuals showed up in this in a town called Birchtown, which is on the south shore of Nova Scotia. Um, and they established some historical communities Throughout Nova Scotia, specifically Birchtown, Annapolis Royal, Cornwallis, Weymouth, Digby, Windsor, Preston, Sydney, and Halifax. And then we're going to look at also, too, what's called another wave in 1796, which you're familiar with, the Jamaican Maroons as well. The Maroons. What did they do? Well, they fought again with the British for uh, freedom. And they were uh, granted free land as well, too, on the coast of Nova Scotia. They were fighters. They were fighters. They were fighters in Jamaica. From from my understanding, some of the best fighters that you could get. <laughs> some of the best they fighters. Actually, from the underlying tone is that they wanted them gone. Yes. So they, they well, said. they No, it's not the tone. That's what happened. They wanted them happened. gone. And it's like, eh, you know, these guys are, yeah. you know, they're a problem. <laughs> so look, problem child? Yeah. Let's keep them moving. Okay. Right? So. And, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that they contributed to, you know, building Citadel Hill, like which is the fortress that, you know, protects Halifax, Nova Scotia. That's right. It's not talked about. Not talked about. And so, what else are we going to touch on? Well, the War of 1812, mm-hmm. um, roughly 1,200 black refugees from uh, the American colonies mm-hmm. essentially migrated to, to Nova Scotia again. Um, there's also talk that some of those individuals came from Bermuda as well. Mm-hmm. What's really interesting, those colonies, you know, I think we have some direct ties with those as well, too. Yeah. Um, and then what's in another interesting point, point is after the War of 1812, we have to look at the date of 1834, mm-hmm. which is what is when slavery was abolished. Mm-hmm. So that's a very interesting point, which will kind of 
we'll discuss a little bit in greater detail what the lives were like for these individuals afterwards that uh, were in these 50 historical communities in Nova Scotia. So what do we want to explore? Like how slavery impacted or existed in Nova Scotia during that time period? Yes. <laughs> um, I also think, too, that, that there's a perception that slavery uh, didn't exist here mm-hmm. after. So typically you hear it's abolished and everybody thinks, well, hey, everything was rosy after that. <laughs> uh, I've heard um, that a few times myself. Now, first thing we have to first thing we have to acknowledge is that slavery was here. Slavery was real. It was real. It's ingrained in the Canadian society, in our history. We also have to understand what we see now, what we're currently experiencing in terms of systemic racism as a result of slavery as well, too. It's all intertwined. Now, are there any other waves that you want to, that we think we can like in, in, encompass or explore or, or learn about, you know, in, in, in our journey to gain more understanding of, you know, who we are and where we came from? Well, there's one other specific wave Mm -hmm. and that happened in 1920. And that was the Caribbean wave, yeah, which went to Whitney Pier, Cape Breton, Cape Breton. Wow, yeah. So really significant migration of what I would say black loyalists and people from the Caribbean islands yeah. to Nova Scotia specifically, right. making what our total population is today roughly around twenty thousand uh, African Nova Scotian and people of African descent in Nova Scotia right now. It's crazy. It is. Yeah. And, and uh, like one of the biggest things, too, is like the migration hasn't stopped. Right. Like, you know, from then, like, you know, the, the loyalists that connected to, you know, those colonies or sorry to those, you know, communities uh, migrated across Canada. So now we're not just in Nova Scotia. We have loyalists all across Canada. But some people may not know that. That's right. So I use an example and we've had this conversation before of my mother. Mm hmm. Sorry, Mom, I'm putting you on the spot here. But we come from, she comes from a family of 15. Yeah. She was the third youngest. So a lot of her older family moved away to Ontario, mm-hmm. Montreal. And, and those individuals no longer identify as, let's say, black loyalists or people for African Nova Scotian. Yeah. But they're essentially descendants from Nova Scotia. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. I think one thing, too, is like, you know, what was the first black you know, person or individual that came to Canada. Like, what what was that all about? So like, what was documented in terms of the first black person documented here yeah. was Matthew DaCosta. And he was here in the 1600s, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was an explorer. He was also an explorer, but a translator. He translated for the indigenous people of the land at the time as well, too. So you're telling me that we interacted with indigenous people as well? We did. Yeah. Wow. And if you took a like a step back and you looked at, you know, uh, let's look at Montreal or what they would have called in the 1600s New France, there was documented uh, slaver, slaves there, right? Uh-huh. We also look at Lewisburg here as well, too. And there's there's slaves there as well, too. And people of black black people that were slaves there as well, too. So it was very prominent wow. in terms of our history. Uh in Canada. I mean, the only thing I have to say is that, like, you know what, if this gets you jazzed up, which I know it does, as much as it's jazzing <laughs> me up, like, this is going to be a, an amazing roller coaster of a journey to 
identifying like who we are and increasing our knowledge and awareness of, you know, where our people, you know, come from, where they settled, you know, what the, 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 the challenges and the uh, difficulties that they endured in order to be where we are today. I'll say this, we're guides along this journey. We're passionate about this subject. Yeah. We want to learn more. Yeah. We know there's resources and experts out there that can help us try to find some closure in that sense of, you know, our our people and also bring to light that, you know, not everything uh, currently is, I would say, rosy. <laughs> so to speak but i mean i mean even as guides like i still feel like we're passengers on this journey that's right we're you know s- we'll with continue the, to fight with 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 the, the the people that we're gonna like the the guests the experts on these communities on the the migration on the experience of blacks in nova scotia like this is going to be exciting you know sean we uh you know we explored you know the idea of you know the black loyalists the maroons uh, you know, the black refugees from the War of 1812, the Caribbean, you know, migrants that came and settled in Cape Breton. You know, what, like, what what drove, like, you? Like, what's your motivation behind this? Like, where did this, you know, come from? Well, that's, a, that's an excellent question. Um, I have to blame my father for that. <laughs> my dad is a, I would say, he's a local historian. Mm-hmm. He's um, done a lot of research in terms of our genealogy, mapped our our family tree. And, you know, one day I was talking to him and, you know, being from Yarmouth is an interesting experience. And we talk about, you know, everybody tends to talk about Halifax. And I was talking about some of the communities in Halifax. And my dad just stopped and looked at me and he said, you know, there's over 50 historical black communities in Nova Scotia. And I stopped and I was like, are you sure, dad? Is that possible? Well, then, you know, that's where I started doing some digging and uh-huh. started looking to some of these places. What's really interesting is the some of the legacies that some of these communities have left behind. We Absolutely. typically hear about Preston yep. and, you know, North and East Preston, uh-huh. just to clarify, not to grouping them into one. But no, but I mean, at back in the in the day, like back when they were established, it was just the Preston. It was area. just the Prestons, right? Right, absolutely. So, um, you know, then I started doing some research on the Black Cultural Center and mm-hmm. the Black Loyalist uh, Heritage Museum's uh, website as well, too. And then I found an interesting document that literally marked all of the fifty communities across Nova Scotia. Now, did any of them surprise you? Like when you seen that? I mean, I seen the document too, and I, I was surprised. Yeah, like, so I think, again, we talk about more central focus, but mm-hmm. you start looking at, like, Guysboro, and, you know, you look at Sydney, you even look in the South Shore, like, I often wonder about, like, the Weymouth area, like, there was a huge black population there at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would say that, you know, if you really started looking at some of the, your roots, some of your roots would probably predate be predated to, to Weymouth Falls. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, you start looking at Amherst, Spring Hill, all of those specific areas. So I was yeah. surprised a little bit in that sense. I never really thought about it in that sense to know the impact this these historical communities had. Some of them are still standing to this day. Absolutely. What's scary is some of them are slowly dwindling away. And I think it's our job to kind of bring, uh, shed a light on some of these issues in these communities. Spotlight. You know, the black experience in Canada is something that's kind of an afterthought, right? Um, 
I'm lucky enough, and I think Larissa to that same extent is to you know have family members that understand where we're, we're where we're originally from, but also have the um, understanding that it's important for that to be passed down. Um, and that's what happens sometimes. Like, you know, one of the titles I threw out there, the art of slave telling was because people pass stories down. That's the only way that, uh, because you weren't able, people couldn't read or write. So they had to tell stories. I call this podcast, like the art of slave telling. Uh And, you know, I think about how black people were denied access to vote, denied access to read. Uh Um, they weren't able to purchase land um so the, a lot of the, a lot of the times their history had to be translated in another way mm-hmm. and this is where i say the art of slave telling storytelling whatever you want to call it was passed down from generation to generation just like old recipes <laughs> that's right <laughs> just like old, old recipes recipe. like you know it, it, it's the same thing as grandma giving you that perfect biscuit recipe you know it was it's not written it's in her head right if you wanted to keep it you had to jot it down and guess what you have to listen you have to listen right and so i think this is this this podcast this journey mm-hmm. as i call it is an extension of what our ancestors had to do we Absolutely. have to talk about this. We need Absolutely. to get this out to a broader audience as well, too, to understand that our history does matter. Our legacy here has shaped Nova Scotia, but most importantly, Canadian culture in that sense as well, too. I mean, we're talking, you know, fashion, music, you know, just general food. Food. There right. we go. There we go. Where would we be? Where would we be? And I, I think this is the underlying thing is that when it becomes intertwined into all of Canadian culture, right? Mm-hmm. So we are doing, I think this is the first step in the process of trying to recognize our history and as it, as it relates to uh, the overall Canadian history. Here. Well, it, it, it goes back to like this being, you know, the first step in our true realization of who we are, you know, on our journey for self-actualization. And not to mention the fact that, guess what? Nova Scotia is always... You know, a second thought the rest of Canada, right? It is. I, I always laugh because people are like, oh, you're from Nova Scotia. Yeah, that's where I'm from. People don't understand the rich history in Nova Scotia as well, too. Uh-huh. Now, it's not always pretty history, but it's rich. Absolutely. And I think this is the other thing, too, is, you know, it's always kind of an afterthought in terms of our history. People, now, if you talk to somebody, you know, well, where are black people located? Well, they go to where? Toronto, Montreal. Somebody might throw BC in there, Vancouver, right? But nobody really mentioned Halifax, so this is the other thing too. It's kind of highlighting some of these, some of the, um, I, I would say the the impact we've had here. Absolutely, you know, one of the things that I'm noticing and I've noticed, we discussed, is how therapeutic, you know, this journey and this experience would be. And just sitting here talking right now, uh, you don't understand like how much, you know, comfort and appreciation I have for how therapeutic this will be uh, to explore and learn uh, as we go down this path. I think people take it for granted knowing their history. Um, You know, how it can give you guidance in life, right? And you're sometimes searching and wondering and looking for, trying to reflect, looking for, wait, like, you know, your family lines, who you're connected to. Yeah. Um, if you don't 
have that direction, then at times what happens is you become lost. Yeah. One other thing, too, is like you, you mentioned the, the connectedness. And I think one of the things we're going to uncover and like really identify through this journey is how connected these communities were and how today I don't see the same connection. Like, no, we've had this conversation yeah. before, and I've said this everything's Halifax centric. Yeah. And I'm not from Halifax, I live here. But I know about these other communities. Uh -huh. um, and also, I was ignorant about some of these other communities because I go to the South Shore where I grew up and where I knew all of these other historic communities. I tend to forget, you know, places like Amherst, Spring uh -huh. Hill. Uh -huh. uh, I just recently found out about Lincolnville literally two weeks ago <laughs> after I started researching about the last segregated school in Canada. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, we don't know about these communities. We're going to know. Once we're finished That's this right. podcast, we are going to know about these communities. And my hopes is that, you know, you said about it being therapeutic, but mm -hmm. I hope that it is allows other people to feel comfortable to come here and listen to these things yep. in a non-judgmental way Absolutely. and hear about some of these experiences and gain some knowledge on on, on uh, Canadian history. Yeah. 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 This is going to be a tremendous, you know, release and yeah. therapy session. Sean, I am so looking forward to this journey. We're going to do this together, explore our history, and, you know, tell the story that no one or many have forgotten. It's long overdue. And if anybody's going to do it, it should be us. Absolutely. This is Larice Downey. And this is Sean Smith. Welcome to our journey. <laughs>